final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to the oh, rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars get an impressive and dominating win over the Pepperdine Waves. 107-80 to is your final score. BYU victorious at the Marriott Center. And remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at PapaJohns.com tomorrow, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. Let's check out other local action. Weber State in Cedar City taking on the T-Birds of Southern Utah. The Wildcats right now with a lead of 61-53 with three minutes to go in that one. The University of Utah on the road at USC. Utah had a big lead early, but the Trojans make a little bit of a run towards the end of the half. They have reached halftime, and Utah now with a six-point lead at 29-23. Top 25 action, 6.34 to go in the second half. It is number 11, Oregon, leading by three at Cal, 61-58. to 52 seconds to go in this one at Maryland, the 15th-ranked Terrapins, leading number 18, Iowa, by 10 points at 74 to 64. One final from earlier today was number 19 Illinois defeating Minnesota 59 to 51. And then two games have yet to tip off in the top 25. Uh, this game should be tipping off in just a second. Number two Gonzaga at Santa Clara, and then at nine o'clock Mountain Time, number 20 Colorado at UCLA. Other West Coast Conference action: 3:49 to go in the first half. At Pacific, the Pacific Tigers leading LMU by a point, 19-18. 3.41 to go in the first half. St. Mary's with a large lead over Portland at 43-28. And San Diego hosting San Francisco in the first half, eight minutes to go. It is the Dons leading the San Diego Toreros by three, 17-14. When we come back, we'll let you know how BYU women's basketball, they are doing in Portland, taking on the Portland Pilots. We'll also let you know how the Jazz are doing in Denver on a back-to-back situation after losing to the San Antonio Spurs last night. BYU victorious, and in a big way, they defeat Pepperdine tonight at the Marriott Center, 107-80. to We'll have more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 107, Pepperdine 80. Cougars get the big win. Jake Toulson leading the way with 25 points. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer the BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars tied the school record with 17 three-pointers made. And by the way, speaking of Jake Toulson, he had seven of the 17. That's a career high for him with threes made. With the 17 three-pointers, that means that a total of $850 was donated to the American Red Cross. The season total is now $12,150. Women's basketball on the road tonight in Portland. Second quarter action, 3-10 to go in the first half. The Cougars right now leading the Pilots by three, 25 to 22. Jasmine Moody leading the way for BYU 
with eight points on four of five shooting. In the NBA, the Utah Jazz on the road at Denver at the Pepsi Center tonight. First quarter action, 7.08 to go. Denver leading the Jazz 8-7. Earlier tonight, Toronto wins in Cleveland, 115-109. Washington gets the home win over the Charlotte Hornets, 121-107. Atlanta defeats the Philadelphia 76ers by 10, 127-117. And in Boston, the Celtics defeat the Golden State Warriors, 119 2104. Obviously, coming up next for BYU, it is the St. Mary's Gales, a big game for the BYU Cougars, and it comes your way Saturday from the Marriott Center. Can't wait for that one. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo. Cougars victorious over Pepperdine, 107 to 80, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Ball stripped and taken away. Euros to the rim, handoff to Barcelo. Yes, he banks and scores. The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, final score here tonight, BYU 107 and Pepperdine 80 elsewhere in the West Coast Conference tonight. San Francisco has a lead at San Diego late in the first half by a score of 24 to 19. They're just underway at Santa Clara. Zags up on the Broncos by a score of 7 to 4. St. Mary's has a halftime lead of 17 against Portland in Moraga, 47 to 30. And they're approaching halftime in Stockton. And they've now gotten there with Pacific leading LMU by a score of 29-22. to BYU came into tonight to tied for third place in the WCC. They've broken part of that tie by, emer- by leaving one of the teams with whom they were tied behind tonight. As Pepperdine falls to 4-4 four and four in league, BYU goes to 5-3 and three with a 107-80 win over the Waves. Coming up, we'll be chatting with Yoli Childs. Yoli, 21 points and 9 rebounds. He gets closer to becoming a 1,000 rebound guy. There's only been one other guy at BYU to get to 1,000. That's Kyle Collinsworth. And should he go at the continued pace he's on right now, Mark Durant, uh, he'll he'll pass Kyle to become BYU's all-time rebounds leader in either the second-to-last or last game of the regular season. This is a guy that missed 13 games this year and may still end up as the all-time rebound leader at BYU. Well, he certainly will as long as he keeps, keeps playing. That's really remarkable. Uh, he's such an amazing athlete. I look back at my history, and Steve Trumbo I thought was the best rebounder I'd ever seen. Alan Taylor and uh, Brett Applegate oh, was so good. And, uh, Russ Larson standing in front of us. There's been a lot of great rebounders over the years, and to be the, the best rebounder is is really impressive. And and he's able to, to rebound out of his area, obviously, and he has a great knack for it, and he's so long and can jump. But uh, you don't get that many rebounds unless you're working hard to get them. I mean, they don't, sometimes they just fall to you. 99% of the time, you got to go get them, and that's that's pretty impressive. Yoli was the best rebounder in tonight's game. Those nine rebounds, a game high. Uh, the uh, the uh, Waves' leading rebounder was Victor Ojea Obioha with seven. But Yo's nine on a 21-9 and nine night, helping BYU to the 27-point win. Let's do this. Let's take a brief break. We'll come back, and we'll get you our entire sport court courtside conversation with Yoli Childs as we continue here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, so many guys had good games tonight, and we have one of them with us for our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. He's Yoli Childs, 21 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. The 6 assists, 2 off a career high. He also blocked a shot as he goes plus 22 in a game that BYU wins 107-80, to 80, a 27-point win, the first century mark of the Mark Pope era. Jake Toulson played really well tonight, scoring 25, 7 of 10 from deep, and those 7 threes are a new career high for Jake. Yoli Childs took a three, made it, and Yo, before the game, you said, I hope they give away umbrellas tonight because we're going to make it rain, and I guess 17 threes is making it rain because that's a school record. Wow, a school record, man. That means we need to get Jake the ball even more. You know, it's... <laughs> Nothing makes me more mad than when Jake passes up a three. Me Nothing too. makes me more mad. <laughs> so we've been on him every day. And I think, uh, like, before that Pacific game, we were like, dude, you need to shoot ten threes. You just have to. Because a bad day for him is going to be four for ten. So he's that good a shooter that if he's not shooting it, you, you're, you're a little upset. Yeah, he's the best shooter in the country, for sure. So 17 threes. It's the second time it's happened this year, as a matter of fact. Virginia Tech over in Maui was a 17-3 game as well. You had to watch that one from the bench. A lot more fun to be a part of this one, though, right? Oh, for sure. A ton of fun. Uh, That game was a lot of fun, too, the Virginia Tech game. But uh, it's just really exciting when our defense leads to our offense. I think that was the biggest thing was uh, we were guarding really well at at times. There was a couple spurs where where we had some let-ups. But I think our defense really led to our offense, and our ball movement's always there. Well, you're a big reason for – a lot of those threes, that double team comes, and you're as good as anyone I've ever seen passing out of that cross court, getting looks for your three-point shooters. My question is, a game like tonight, did you have a pretty good idea that they were going to come double you? Were you ready for that? Does that go from game to game? You just don't know, and you just see what they do. Yeah, we were ready for the big-to-big double for sure. Uh, our, our coaching staff does an unbelievable job scouting teams, and we're really prepared for everything. Uh, I don't think a team's thrown anything out that we haven't been surprised at yet. So, you know, the, the credit goes to the coaching staff there. As well as BYU shot tonight and scored tonight, it's crazy that you score 107, even with that, that, that drought that BYU had kind of late in the first half when Pepperdine made their run. And you've been on the receiving end of that kind of run, but it stopped, and you fixed it, and you got it back. How much did having it just happen kind of recently – be fresh in the memory say no this is not going to happen again oh yeah we were fired up at halftime i mean to a man we were we were we were pretty pissed off and um we just said this isn't going to happen you know what kind, what type of team are we going to be are we going to be a team that improves and gets better and learns from our mistakes or are we just going to be a good team so i think we responded really well and even with that again you score 107 that means when that wasn't happening that little drought you guys were just scoring almost every time down the floor and you mentioned ball movement and it is so crisp it doesn't always end up with the perfect shot made, but it does most of the time, it seems. That's one of the most impressive things I've seen about this team is how quickly the ball moves around. Yeah, it's just so much fun because we trust each other. You know, to a man, we just know that the next guy's going to make the play. There's no doubt. There's no hesitation. No matter who's in, I know that, that hitting them is the right play. and Everyone feels that way, so it makes it a ton of fun. You got the job done tonight impressively. Now, Saturday, you can actually look to that game, and it's probably the biggest game yet for BYU you had that terrible injury before St. Mary's last time what are your thoughts going into uh, the Gales we're super excited we're super locked in and uh, it, it's going to be a fight they're a very good team and uh, we feel like we're a very good team and it, it's just going to be a lot of fun uh, I hope that our our fans show out like they did tonight and 
make a lot of noise and bring the energy because we're going to need them. It's going to be a dogfight. We're excited. Yeah, Mark's right. You got hurt two days before that first St. Mary's game. You had, to, you had to sit that one out. How tough was that? Super tough. It was, uh, you know, God works in mysterious <laughs> ways, and it, it never goes how you think it's going to go. So I did my time. I thought I was done, you know. So that really hurt to be out, but um, we fought, man, and uh, we learned a lot from that game. And we this team just learns, and, and we grow, and, and we grow together. So I'm really excited for the opportunity to go play these guys. You talked about how at halftime you guys kind of got together and said, now what would happen – last game's not going to happen again and here's something about this team is one loss hasn't turned into two yet at any point this year you bounce back from a loss with a win every time what does that say to you about this group in the locker room it, it won't happen you know I don't want to sound cocky or anything like that but this group is just so close and and we understand the gravity of every game and I think a lot of times when you lose a game uh, you see it with all these teams across the country and, and teams even here in the past where you lose a game and you start doubting. You start doubting the game plan. You start doubting your principles. And guys try to go out there and do it by themselves. But uh, this team has never doubted our, our staff and has never doubted each other once. So uh, I think that's really the key in, in coming back from a loss. I'm not sure if fun is the right word for it because it's, it's a lot of energy and intensity that goes into 40 minutes every night and a lot of practice time. But how much, how much fun is it to be in the mix where you haven't been the last three years knowing that it's that close if you just keep playing the right way. And first of all, I am the luckiest dude in the world. I get to put on a Brigham Young basketball jersey and go play in front of the best fans in the world with the best guys in the world. Like, that alone makes it super fun. So like it is that, fun. Uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> it, I remember my first time ever being in the Marriott Center just looking around like, man, like, is this real life? Like, this is so cool. So uh, that's a ton of fun, but, but playing with these guys and, and having – a team that's playing so well makes it even better. So this is the most fun I've ever had. And how uh, having so much on the line every game, what is it doing for you and these guys right now? Oh, it's awesome. It's just it's building us, you know. It's uh, Every game feels like life or death, and, and that's so fun to, to be in that mold. A lot of teams right now are, you know, they drop a game, and it's like, okay, we just got to win our conference tournament. And we're in a position right now where we're like every single game matters. Our, our life is on the line every game. And, uh, that desperation is so fun. That's awesome. Uh, I, I mentioned this before you came on the air. You're, I think you're probably 22 rebounds away from 1,000 now. Only one other BYU player has ever gotten to 1,000. That's Kyle Collinsworth. And soon enough, you'll, you'll be there. And, and then soon enough, ideally, you'll be passing Kyle and, and be the all-time rebounds leader at BYU. It's not all about the individual numbers for you and accolades. But should that happen, should that transpire, what would it mean to you to know that you've put forth the kind of effort to, to have you, um, you know, where you might be that way? I mean, just being in being in the same sentence as Kyle is awesome. You know, he's a mentor to me, and I really look up to him. I, I reach out to him at times when I need his help and advice, and uh, he's been a guy that's been there for me from the second I got on campus. So just being in the same sentence as him is awesome. And uh, records are cool and all, but I really hope that uh, this staff recruits a guy that comes in and just shatters that record, you know, and I, I think they will. So uh, I, I'm really excited for that to happen. Great energy and vibe in the building tonight. I haven't seen the final crowd number, uh, 10,939. I hope we can close to double that here on Saturday because it's just massive, right? Every game is, but uh, how, how great would it be to kind of pack it to the Raptors on Saturday night for St. Mary's? Oh, that would be huge. I'm saying if you're listening to this and you're thinking about coming, Come, please. If you're not thinking about coming, 
Change your mind. <laughs> Let's go. We need you. It really makes a difference. We appreciate you guys. Yoli wants you here, and so do we. That's Yoli Childs in our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court Champion Start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Yoli, thank you for coming on tonight. Congrats to you and the guys, and we'll see you here on Saturday. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, All right, Yoli. that is Yoli Childs. Coach Mark Pope coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is the BYU Dining, BYU Creamery, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today for the second time this season. BYU makes 17 threes in a game, and for the first time this year, and first time in the Mark Pope era, BYU hits the century mark in points. 107 to 80 is your final. Cougs over the waves of Pepperdine. Coach Pope joining us now. Courtside, Coach, congratulations on the big dub, and they all are at this time of year, but way to go. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Really, really happy with the win. Bouncing back again. Uh, this is a resilient team. One loss has not become two yet at any point this year. And once again, you recover to get right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, we were talking with the media uh, before, and it's just um, it's February. I know it's not technically February yet, but we're in February essentially. And this is, a uh, for us, I think, I think this is going to have to be a really angry month where – uh, maybe this this game becomes less kicks and giggles and becomes us like, hey, we are going to be, we will guard on every single possession. I, and, and, you know, I know it's a 170, 107 to 80 game, and I know that we shot the ball incredibly well, and I was really proud of how the guys shared the ball. I was really proud of how the points came to guys because they didn't come to guys because we stopped. They came to guys because we kept going. So I'm really happy about that. But uh, we, we have to get better defensive. We cannot have these lulls in the game where we don't take every single possession seriously. And that's not easy. And it, and, and we've done that all season long. We've guarded. Uh, but you get to this point in the year, and you start to get emotionally fatigued and physically fatigued. And and uh, we cannot allow that. So we have a lot of growth to do, and, and we can get way better, and, and I expect this team to get better. This game went from a 22-point lead to a 6-point lead in a four-and-a-half-minute span, but you grabbed it back. What was the key to that? Well, listen, I, I mean, I think it is getting stops. It's just getting stops, and it's just guys carrying. You know, we had some plays that stood out, you know, where TJ came up with a big-time deflection just to help us, and AB came with a de- uh, deflection on, on a sideline out of bounds. And, and um, those plays – Guys making plays. You know, we're past the point in the season. And for us to continue to grow, it can't be a be in the right spot, do your job team defensively. That cannot be us anymore. We have to be a playmaking team, a hungry to be in the right spot, do the right thing, and then find a way to make a play. And and we have to push ourselves. That is out of our comfort zone. That is taking it to the next level. In this span of the season when you get a little bit emotionally fatigued and, and, and physically fatigued, and, and we have to grow. we got to grow if we're going to become what we want to become. This team is unselfish. They share the ball well. At times this year, I thought Jake is a little too unselfish. He's he's the guy you're, you're getting the shot for, and he looked to pass up threes at times. He was shooting maybe five to ten field goals a game. Tonight, you, in, and recently, you see, he seems to be much more aggressive, looking for that three, and 
one of the best all-time three-point shooters, and he's really, I mean, is that a, obviously it's a positive development. Was that something that was discussed with him, that we need you to shoot, or is it just a natural evolution for him in the offense? Well, it's 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 him continuing to grow his game. It's really important. Uh, you know, we've had we've bat, you know this is going to sound really odd, but this has been a fight. It's been a fight to get him to actually shoot the ball. Um, you know, he's 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 uh, he's had a tendency over the last couple of years to turn down shots he could have got off to to attack off the bounce and do other things, and, and and a lot of times he gets himself in trouble. And when you're a shooter that's as lethal as he is. It makes him more and more dangerous if he'll just catch and shoot, just get it off. And he's he's actually made huge strides in the last three weeks. Uh, he's made good progress all season long, but he's made huge strides in the last three weeks and especially the last ten days. Um, and I, I really like Jake today. I liked him a lot because here he is. You know, he shoots the ball 13 times, and and it, it was not, none of it was hunting shots. You know, I bet his dribble count was really low tonight. And um, and he becomes incredibly dangerous when he plays that way. And and uh, he's trending in the right direction. And, and and I know it sounds ridiculous. Here's an All-American player that we're talking about getting way better. But that's what we have to do. Like, that's what he has to do. He has to keep finding ways to grow his game. And he certainly did that on the offensive end tonight. 27 assists on 41 makes tonight. And you look down your starting five. And just in the starting five alone, a guy with four, a guy with five, and two guys with six tonight. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm really proud of the 5-0. I love the 6-2, the 4-1. I, lo- I love it all. You know, that's that's TJ and Jake and, and A.B. And A.B., I think it played a big-time, big-time game. Great game tonight. Uh, you know, his decision, like we talked about the last couple of weeks, his decision-making in terms of how hard he pushes it and then what he turns down to get better stuff is making a huge difference on our team. And with, but the thing is, these gaudy numbers, they're, they're, they can't trick us, guys. Like this, February and March is about guarding. And, and, and you know, I'm telling you, like, we cannot be tricked by these numbers. We're going to come in here on Saturday night, and this is going to be a slugfest against a great team that's already proven they can win a conference tournament championship in this league that's really veteran and that's playing great right now. And, and if we come in here thinking, hey, we're just going to bang a bunch of shots, that is not what's going to win us the game. What is going to win us the game is us getting stopped. And we just got to live there. We got to stay there. Final thing before the break. He had only scored two points over the last three games. He's been defending well, playing hard, but Connor Harding hadn't scored a lot last three games. He scores 10 tonight on four of seven, plus he gives you some rebounds um, and, and, and does what you expect him to do. But his scoring can be handy, right? Yeah, I'm going to sound like I'm so negative. The three turnovers drawing me crazy. I can't believe he stepped out of bounds on the baseline, like we, on the sideline. We, we, we don't do that. And, and, and so – you know, right now we're reaching for every way we can to grow because we we have to get better. With that said, uh, you know we rested Connor a lot this week. You know this knee's been bugging him, and it's just been a little bit of a, a deal for him. And so we sat him a little bit. I think he he actually moved a little bit better. It was in a little bit less pain tonight, and we just had to find a way to monitor him. He's such a such a, such a tough kid that. Uh, he just refuses to to acknowledge the fact that he's playing with a little bit of pain, and so we we have to monitor him. But I was happy with his performance tonight. The sixth of six players in double figures for BYU tonight. We'll take a break. We'll have some closing comments with the coach, Mark Pope, as we continue here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Final score tonight, BYU 107 and Pepperdine 80. Cougs go to 5-3 and three in the WCC, and they improve on the season to 16-7 and seven overall. 10-1 and one here at home. It's a nine-game home court win streak now, Coach. And you said, you know, the hallmark of great teams. If you want to be a postseason team, you've got to be a team that holds serve at home, and you've won nine straight now in this building. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's something I really, really believe in. It's really important. Um, I think it... It defines uh, a culture of a program, and, cl- and clearly, you know, Coach Rose was so successful at home, and and the coaches before him were so successful at home, and we have to, we have to, t- you know, take that and continue that because that that is a defining feature of great teams, and it's really important to us. Coach, I thought the team did a much better job defending on the perimeter. You didn't see guards getting to the rim from the three-point line. Was that something that uh, was a focus this week on? on helping those guards when they did get beat? Yeah, you know, we're learning. I mean, we're learning. So, you know, we, we have a bunch of different ball screen packages, and we actually added a new nuance to to one of our ball screen packages, which we didn't actually go to tonight. Um, we, we Actually, we added two, and we, we did go to one of them, uh, the quick show. Um, and, 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 you know, we're, we're growing and learning our team and, and learning how we compete and, and so that's a huge point of emphasis. And and the you know the the the, the downside of that. And I hate to I hate to sound negative because because I'm so proud of the win. Pepperdine is a great. They're a really really good team that was really hot coming in here. Um, but you, you you look at us give up. You know Obia goes four, five for five from the field uh, just on simple rolls, and our tags just left us. They they were just gone away, and that just is it's not acceptable. And um, you know we will. You know we we got. We got 48 hours here to, to, to really, uh, you know, lock down on those things before a big game, and and those things are important. And so, you know, we we are so hungry right now to get better. We are so hungry to get better, and these guys will. They'll answer the bell. In its basketball history, BYU'd had two games all time with 17 threes in a game. That's that's forever. And now you've had two games of 17 threes this season. You said you don't want to be tricked by the numbers, but the numbers of this year's team are that. That is where you excel. This is that kind of team. You're one of the best teams in the country at three-point shooting, and you showed it again tonight. Yeah, and, and I was, you know, I'm really proud. This the 27 assists, right? On 41 and, makes. And the guys owning their shots. And, and the fact that we only, you know, we probably had 15 possessions where the ball just came to a standstill, right? And, and for the mo- and our guys were really getting out in transition and trying to, you know, find each other. And, and in fairness, as explosive as Pepperdine is on the offensive end, they're one of the bottom, I think, 10. And three-point percentage defensive teams in America. So, so you know those things go hand in hand. But uh, I couldn't be happier with how we shot the ball and shared the ball tonight. Uh, you know whether it's the best defensive team or a team that's still trying to find themselves defensively. Um, you know I'm really really proud of that. And, and these guys were exceptional on that end of the ball tonight. I'm just curious your evolution as a coach when you started this. Is this kind of the the offense and just talking about offense that you kind of envisioned a three-point shooting spread the floor share the ball i mean is this how kind of you imagined starting out that your offense would be like does that make sense yeah so uh, it's it's the way that we've kind of played um you know we just it's 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 different we're actually doing some different things than we did at utah valley but it is um it is the same idea in terms of like 
being uh, so greedy with space and protective of space and and um, and really you know pay space and extra pass is our mantra we live by it every single game it's the first thing written on the board uh, every single you know every single uh, pregame and um, it, it, so that in terms of that that's a real identity you know we're, we're doing some different things here we're actually have, have, have remodeled kind of our uh, escape offense so that that's different just kind of trying to exploit the talents of some of the different talents we have here but i do i do think uh taking and making and shooting threes that you work hard to earn and not just settling for hard shots is really important to the game of basketball right now i think it's i think it's hard to play this game if you don't have that as as one of your weapons finally coach saturday night st mary's your next biggest game of the year yep it's the next one and it's a big game and um and, you know, again, I'll say it again, like I'm, one of the things that I'm most excited about with this team is they have earned the right that every single game is so big. We're, we're starting in February right now, and, and every game is huge. How great is this? Like how, how blessed are we? You know, I think about it as a coach. I'm so blessed to coach this team. Are you kidding me? And, and as a team, we're so blessed to play in this arena in front of these fans and, um, and to, 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 you know, to wear Brigham Young on our chest and represent this extraordinary university. What a blessing, right? It's such a gift. And, and, and we also know that all these people are counting on us. And that's why we're so hungry to get better. And, and we're going to pursue it every single day. Hoping to be blessed with a full house on Saturday night. Coach, congrats for tonight, and uh, good luck against the Gales. We'll see you here on the weekend. Appreciate you guys. Thanks right. so much. And that's Coach Mark Pope, and we'll come back with the uh, coach of the Pepperdine Waves, Lorenzo Romar. It is the Cougar postgame coaches show brought to you by BYU Dining and the BYU Creamery. The classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. All right, Coach Romar next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU extends to nine games its home court win streak with a 107-80 win over the Pepperdine Waves. The Cougs have now beaten the Waves four consecutive times and six of the last seven. The Cougs improved to 7-1 against the Waves here in Provo as a WCC member. A short time ago, the head coach of the Waves, Lorenzo Romar, Gave these post-game comments to our intern, Nate, Nate Slack. So our thanks to Nate for getting with Coach Romar and getting this a short time ago. They're awfully good. We knew they shot the ball well. We knew it was going to be an enormous challenge for us to uh, hold them down scoring. But they just, they broke us down in the first half. They shot it so well. <clears throat> I felt like it was akin to a, to a boxer that just kept giving you shots in the rib. Just kept giving you shots in the rib. So now your head's wide open. In the second half, we just stayed home with their shooters, and then they got wide open layups. They just broke us down, so give all the credit to them. They finished now with 17 three-pointers. What makes them so difficult to defend from three? Because uh, everyone on the floor, first of all, what they run, they do a great job offensively, and that they spread you out, and you can't make a mistake. If you make a mistake, they're driving and kicking, and everyone on the floor can make a three at a high level. <laughs> After the first half, uh, BYU was on a 17-0 run at one point. You guys went on a 16-2 run during right after to answer. What did you tell you guys during that timeout break to be able to spark some energy into your team? Well, I don't know if it was that as much as we just settled down a little bit. Uh, early on offensively, we were too much in a hurry. And uh, given them, they were able to really stick in a, stay in a rhythm. 
But uh, second half, they came back. Same thing repeated again from the first half. All right, that's Lorenzo Romar, head coach of the Pepperdine Waves. BYU will finish the regular season in Malibu against his Waves. That'll be on February 29th. A lot of basketball to play between now and then. But, yeah, as Coach Pope says it, we're in February. BYU's next game will be two nights hence, February 1st, against the St. Mary's Gales. And the Gales currently have a 21-point lead in Moraga over Portland as they get midway through the second half there. We'll tell you about the rest of the night in the WCC. BYU, of course, a 107-80 winner over Pepperdine. Pacific holds a lead at home, 49-39 over LMU. St. Mary's, as noted, up 21, getting late in Moraga. USF has a lead of eight at San Diego, 32-24. And, uh, again, among the teams involved in a third-place tie coming into tonight are the USF Dons. So when the night began, Gonzaga was at 7-0, St. Mary's at 5-2, then that four-way tie for third at 4-3. Santa Clara will drop out of it if they lose to Gonzaga. BYU's gone ahead of it by winning tonight. USF will drop out of that tie by moving ahead with a win, and Pepperdine has dropped back with a loss. Those are your teams tied for second coming in two tonight, and the ties have been broken. Speaking of the Zags, they lead at Santa Clara. It's a narrow lead right now, uh, 34-30, to and that game followed BYU's game on CBS Sports Network tonight. Saturday's game will be on ESPN2, BYU, and St. Mary's. So until Saturday night, Let's say so long for tonight and thank all those for tuning in and thank our crew back at BYU Radio, our engineer Barry Squires, our coordinating producer Terry South, our control board operator Jack Bagley, our intern James Havel, our studio host Jason Shepard. And uh, here we had intern Nate, Nate Slack with us in the Marriott Center and helping to get those comments from Coach Lorenzo Romar a short time ago. Our statistician, Russell Larson. My color commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. And our appreciation to uh, both Kyle Chilton, BYU's Basketball Media Relations Director, and Morgan Davenport from Pepperdine. Morgan helping us get with Coach Romar both pre- and post-game. And our appreciation to Coach Pope and Yoli Childs for being our post-game guests on this evening. So for all those folks and for Jerem Jordan, my name is Greg Grubel, thanking you for tuning in, saying our final score tonight is BYU 107 and Pepperdine 80. And in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.